All right. Well, welcome back to Big Fish Little Pod. I have a disclaimer today. If you haven't eaten yet, or if you're just about to eat, some of our topic today is just plain gross. I didn't give me that warning. You didn't give me that warning. <laughs> I I didn't give you that warning, but you you will verify that it is gross, right? Yeah. All right. I am sorry, Amy. Um, so, as an example of church meetings not always being um, spiritual, uplifting topics, at our last church meeting, I was given the unenviable task of going into the shed and going in and removing a refrigerator that has been in there unplugged for five years and bring it outside so that I can open the door and get rid of some rancid meat that has been in there for at least three years. So tomorrow morning, I get to go and remove the refrigerator and open it up. And then literally, I'm sure I am going to puke. And then I will be able to empty that meat into garbage bags and take it away. But I thought that it was a really good example of what happens when we don't have a regular pattern of confessing our sins. Regardless of what it is you consider a sin or uh, an offense to your spirit or something that goes against who you are at your true nature, we all do things that offend ourselves, offend others, and or offend God, or offend this world and the natural order of things. And I consider any of those offenses, more so I consider anything that is not what God wants as a sin. I'm not big on, oh, you're a sinner. I say it more like, yeah, we all have our stuff. We all fall short of what it is God wants for us, whether that's in taking care of ourselves, taking care of others, taking care of creation, or taking care of our relationship with God. And I can put that in as nice of terms as I can, but that doesn't change the fact that when I sin, I affect the way I am at my nature, the way nature is at its creation, my relationship with others, my relationship with God. I affect that. And sometimes that's in really small ways, and sometimes that's in really great ways. And sometimes it's in ways that I don't feel like dealing with right now. And so I take it, I wrap it up, I tuck it away, and I hide it. And for three years, five years, or for a lifetime, I forget that it's there, just like that meat that sat in the fridge. But life has a way of not letting those things sit forever. And so something happens and opens up that box, opens up that door, and I see this rancid memory, this rancid 
act or thought or offense that I have let sit there forever, and it literally makes me sick. And because all of us have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, we all have this stuff that if we don't deal with and we pack away instead, it gets rancid and affects who we are, how we act, and how we relate to one another and to creation. And so I wanted to talk today about what we might do with those thoughts, actions, offenses, sins. I think what I'm curious about is, you you spoke a bit about it, but like what exactly does sin mean? Because I think that the idea of this rancid meat is really helpful. Uh, It's such a powerful image and it's so clear and I can definitely relate to that idea of pushing something away, hiding it and just leaving it. And you think in your head that kind of it's fine, but actually it's not fine at all. But then when you said sin, like it's about confessing your sins, I guess to me, I think of confessing sins in like a, it's like a very, I don't know, somehow in my mind I have it as more trivial. Uh. And maybe it's because as, in the church that I grew up in, we didn't really have a, like a formal practice of confessing sins. So then I just think of like my Catholic friends who do have that. And they would always say like, oh yeah, I would say that I like hit my brother or I lied to my teacher. And it just seems like little daily missteps. And I guess to me, like the daily, little daily missteps, like those don't feel rancid uh, in my life. Right. You know, like those, Right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe I... Like this morning, I wanted to wake up early and go to this program. And I just like, I saw my alarm go off, but I didn't respond well to it. And yeah, I feel like regretful that I didn't go. But like, it doesn't feel rancid, you know? So maybe that would be like a sin. Like, yeah, I purposefully like didn't go. I turned my alarm off. And I know that that's not nourishing to my spiritual life. Or had I gone, it would have been really nourishing to my spiritual life. And I would have started the day off in a different way. So could I consider that a sin? Yeah, I kind of missed the mark, like that kind of old fashioned definition of sin, right? Missing the mark. But but three weeks from now, three years from now, that's not, that's not going to weigh me down. That's not going to be like a rancid piece of meat in the fridge. Right. And so I guess for me, like those rancid piece of meat in the fridge are more, I don't know, one I could think of for myself would be like negative self-talk. Yep. I'm not good enough. I I don't, I don't do things well enough. I'm whatever. I'm not beautiful enough. I'm not thin enough, like whatever it is for you. And I kind of like take that negative self-talk and instead of dealing with it, maybe yep. I just like push it away somewhere and think that it's just hidden and it's fine. And no, no, it's not a big deal, but actually it is like yep. negatively affecting my life or, or maybe some, some people obviously might, they might have big moments in their life. Maybe they feel really guilty about something. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I was surprised when you related the rancid meat to confessing sin. So I guess I would want to hear more about that. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that. I mean, obviously there are big things, but those big things 
we often know that they're there mm-hmm. and they either bother us and we do confess them to someone, yeah. a counselor or a priest or whatever, because we want to get them out. Yeah. We know they're bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I was bad and I want to get this out. It's not who I am. Yeah. So let's go with the little stuff and the and the meat. When you put the meat in the fridge, it wasn't rancid. Mm-hmm. When you put the food in the fridge, it was good food food. Right. So let's not get too caught up in the sin thing yeah. because it was good. You might sin with good intention. Yeah. You might want to help somebody. And so you tell them that they're stupid to be doing what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of an offense to them. <laughs> you know, you mean well, mm-hmm. but you didn't express well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you offended them. But if, and but that's a little minor thing. So if if I confess that and let that go, I feel better. That's not really hard for me. I didn't even think of it when I said it. It doesn't mean anything to me as I confess it. But what did it do to my brother? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not as small for my brother when I call my brother stupid. Mm-hmm. There's something there that has now affected both of us. Mm-hmm. It affects my brother in maybe he thinks Oh, maybe I am stupid. Yeah. And any any one of us can know how much that little seed can grow. Or maybe my brother says, I'm not stupid. My brother thinks I'm stupid. Well, I'm not going to deal with my brother. And we know how big that seed can grow. And so even though it means nothing to me, it's important for me to find a way to get that out of me. And to clear up whatever damage it might have caused. So it can be a really small thing, but that very small thing left unattended can grow into huge things. Let's just take your missing, you're missing um, the devotions this morning. Yeah. Not a big deal. In, in 10 years, you won't even remember that that's the day you missed. Right. But if, if it happens on the wrong day, you might be able to plant a seed in that missing because you've said it's important for me to get up and go, or it's good for me to get up and go. It's always makes my day better when I get up and go, Yeah, you know? So you've set that as something healthy and good for you. You missed it today because you just didn't feel like getting out of bed. Yeah. What could you possibly do with that experience and thought? You could just let it go, or you could say, darn it, I am so lazy. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I have had that experience where sometimes I just start the day fresh anyway, you know, get up and do all the things that I would have done and it goes really well. And then sometimes I harp on it, like what you're saying, and it ruins the whole rest of it. Right? If you harp on it. Yeah. 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 And if it happens tomorrow, you might bounce right up and say, I'm not going to let this win today. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go and do it. Or you might say, ah, oh, well, I don't feel like going. I'm lazy anyway. What difference does it make if I go? And then the next day and the next day and the next day. And maybe after the fourth day, nobody says to you at breakfast, Oh, we missed you this morning. Mm -hmm. And then you say, well, nobody misses me when I don't go. Maybe it doesn't matter that I go. Obviously, nobody else cares. Yeah. 
No, it's true. I was thinking when you were saying about that the, the meat itself wasn't bad when you put it in the fridge. The meat wasn't a problem at all because if, say someone, like when they moved that fridge into that shed, like what if someone had just literally thrown the meat like out in the yard, which at the moment would have seemed more um, disruptive, right? Like why are you throwing the meat on the grass? But actually that would have been a much better action in the long run. Absolutely. Because either some other person, like some some very nice church lady would have seen it and been like, this is weird and put it in the right place or an animal would have come and taken it or just like anything. I mean, like the rain, it would have broken right. down from the sun, like, or maybe it would have gotten smelly, but within two months, somebody would have smelled right. it. Right. Even if they had just thrown it out of the fridge on the ground, which in the moment would have seemed more irresponsible and more disruptive, it would have been better. So it's not the meat. That's a problem. Right like what you said it's the yeah. hiding it that's the problem right it's the yeah. putting it in the box and closing that box it's right. the it's the inattention like it's the inaction it's the it's yeah it's like yeah and all the thoughts that then become rancid yeah just kind of like the subconscious mind like yeah percolating and there, in that closed you know? up situation there's not a lot of positive thoughts that come no if you think of that what was the life of that interior yeah. of the fridge yeah. for the last three years like dark cold well not cold enough <laughs> well not cold enough yeah <laughs> Sometimes it was cold. I mean, it must have frozen at times. Maybe. maybe. I don't know how much insulation is in the fridge. You know, I don't know how that works. (laughs) So it's interesting because I think it's also sometimes for myself, I don't really like to make waves, like especially in relationships that I don't feel good about or something. And sometimes like someone will say something like you're giving that brother example. You say your brother's stupid. Sometimes like I won't. I won't want to go, you know, you were with me when I was a kid trying to learn how to apologize. Like, I do not like to humble myself. I don't, it makes me so uncomfortable sometimes to either be the one that has to go and say, like, I'm really sorry that I did that. Or from the brother's side to go to the person and say, like, hey, that really actually upset me when you said that. Sometimes I I just think, I don't want to make those waves. Let me just let it go. And I think, yeah, had the... I guess I'm imagining like had someone made the wave of throwing the meat onto the grass, maybe in that moment, another church member would have said like, what are you doing? You're wasting the meat. Why are you throwing that on the ground? Or that's dirty. Don't do that. Or like it could have caused a small disruption in that moment. Right. But this is a much bigger disruption because it's been hiding there for three years. Right. And I believe it wouldn't be hard to find a doctor that would, be glad to tell you, you harbor things in your life and don't give them fresh air and your body will get sick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the scriptures make it very clear to us. You harbor those things and your spirit will get sick. Yeah. There are scriptures that jump to mind that God says, you know, we all sin. Confess Mm -hmm. your sin. If you confess your sin, God is faithful and just and will forgive you your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Um, That's one of the verses that I learned in Southern Baptist Sunday School. You know, 1 John 1, 9. Confess your sin and God 
God, who's faithful and just, will forgive you and cleanse you. That's what I get to do to this fridge. Not that we're ever going to use it again. Um, God's going to use you again. Mm -hmm. But if you harbor those things, you're not as strong as you can be. Your relationship with others aren't as clear as it can be. And you're not as ready to turn to God because you don't want God to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's also... There's also the analogy of it's not what it seems. Like you're not what you seem. It, right. It's it's you're also faking. You're it, fake. Right? Yeah. And yeah. like you come across as like this clean, harmless fridge, but then when somebody comes close to you, like ah, it's like yep, yeah. And quite honestly, I think there are people out there who believe they're honest. Yeah. Who believe they're pretty straightforward, and yet if you met people in their life, they would say there's something fake about them. Yeah. Or believe that they have handled it. Right. Like, right. It isn't it's only affecting me. Right. Like, you know, that fridge that fridge held it together for three years. Like, and the shed was the shed. And beautiful things have been stored all around it. Yeah. They the fridge yeah. was probably like, it's good, it's good. I mean, I'm suffering on the inside here, but it's not affecting anybody else, right? It was clean on the outside. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think what's I guess what I'm feeling, maybe it's my ego, but I'm feeling a resistance just because it feels so formal. Yep. My relationship with God feels much more intimate. And so it just feels strange. Like if at the end, like I'm picturing it like a person in my life. So like I went to Denarden, my husband, and listed like, these are the things that I did today. I wish I had done differently with you. These are the things. I mean, maybe that would be beneficial for my marriage. But it seems very oddly formal for me in my relationship with God to list to him at the end of the day or once a week. Like, I don't know. It just feels like a, it feels like such a downer. I understand. Oh, it it feels like a downer. You know? Yeah. Okay. Um, feels like a downer. Yeah. I would think that that's a resistance that's coming from, Yeah. I don't want to be your counselor, but but coming from something that says, well, maybe there's something scary that I don't want to open up. I don't want to look at. I don't like to apologize. Yeah. Um, because yeah. my experience is that when I confess my sins, when I share my shortcomings in a group like AA or OA, when I when I share honestly with a friend my shortcomings. I feel cleansed and blessed. Yeah. I I don't I don't ever remember feeling, you know, bad about yeah. that. I feel I feel like the balloons release. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. I think maybe that would be helpful because I think I actually do that a lot. Yeah. Like I do share with my husband, with you, with my yeah. mom, like you know what I mean, yeah. of the things that I'm struggling with. I don't think I am really one to right. hide a lot right. of stuff. So maybe, yeah, and, maybe for me, it would be about reframing yeah. it, that it's more like a conversation with God where I come and say like, oh, I wish this yeah. had gone better and, today. I wish and this that's absolutely better. wonderful that, that it's part of who you are. But yeah. I can honestly say we have someone who cleans our church. 
and she she has the job because she loves to clean. Yeah. Me cleaning the church would be a chore. Right. We actually get to pay her for doing something she loves. And I believe that's true ministry. You know, um, right. she cleans the church twice a week. Sometimes she stops on the way home from her work just to check for cobwebs and you know, we don't pay her for that. She just does it. Yeah. She never, she cleaned that shed before. Yeah. She never opened that fridge. Yeah. Because as far as she knew, there was nothing in it. Yeah. So yeah. I think even if it's natural for us, maybe even, I mean, we're in the midst of Rosh Hashanah right now, right? Isn't that, isn't that part of the, the Jews mm-hmm. taking time to confess their sins and, and reach the day of atonement? Um, you know, maybe even if you're one of those people who do it naturally, who can't go to sleep without having, you know, while there's something between them and their husband or them and their friend or them and their enemy, um, you know, who can't even sleep unless that is taken care of. If you're one of those people, maybe you just need one day of atonement every year. Because I, I, one of the things that moved me when the writer was trying to tell us how righteous Job was, so that we knew for sure that Job was not being punished yeah. for his sins, he said, Job daily confessed his sins, confessed the sins for his family, and confessed the sins that they didn't even know they had committed that that was part of his practice. You know, living and moving as human beings, we're going we're going to offend something, someone, without even knowing it. So if you're one of those people who get it out all the time, you go to therapy once a week and and you say your prayers in the morning and in the evening. And if you do that naturally, pick one day a year. And say, I'm going to use this day just to examine. And even if I can't find anything, I'm going to say the prayer of Job. Lord, please release in me those things that I don't even know are captive. Because I want to be clean. I want to be who you made me to be. You know, if you're somebody who hides a lot, then do it weekly. Have have a plan. You know, if I was going to clean out that fridge and put it back in there. You can bet that every yeah. time I go in that shed for the rest of my life, I would open that refrigerator and look at it and then close it back yeah. up because I don't ever want to do what I have to do tomorrow again, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. It's funny because I I read something when I first got married that said like marriage is two people on either side of the window yeah. and you want to clean that window but you also want to keep it clean. Right. Keep the cleanliness standard very high. Right. And then always clean it. <laughs> right. Like don't right. wait for it to get dirty. You're just cleaning it. Every day you're cleaning it. So like you can right. always see clearly right. through that window. Yeah. And it also makes it easier if you clean a window daily, it never really needs to be cleaned. It's always clean. Right. So yeah, I think that's true. Like you're going to do this one big cleanup, but had right. had it been cleaned every week, this right. never would have happened. Yeah. Or if you choose yep. to clean it every week now, you're also ensuring that whatever you do clean out is never going to be as bad as what you experience tomorrow. Right. And I don't mean to say that I am someone who's perfect at this kind of confessional or something. Like I don't do it. Right. I guess what I'm saying is that I'm actually a pretty emotionally expressive person. 
So I don't really, I don't really push down a lot of emotions. It's just my personality. And sometimes that super offends people. (laughs) But in, in this case, it's often helpful because I don't have a lot of stuff hiding in the closet. Well, that's, you know, when God talked to some of the people in Ezekiel's day, he says, your hearts have gotten hard. Yeah. I'm going to take away that heart of stone and I'm going to give you back a heart of flesh. Yeah. So you have a fleshly heart. Yeah. You know, when you offend people, if you're even slightly aware, that bothers you. Yeah. And you need to deal with it. Yeah. I'm not good at being uncomfortable. In yeah. That yeah. But, but if yeah. I've hidden away enough stuff, mm-hmm. then I get harder to that. Yeah. And I don't notice yeah. even when I am offensive. Yeah. It's also true that if you, you know? people might find, I know it happens with me, I'm also extremely sensitive and easily offended. Right. It also goes right. that way too, you know? Like, right. I have been told that my whole life. Right. Like, oh, you're so sensitive, which can yeah. sometimes be seen as a bad thing, yeah. you know? Right. Right. And one day we'll have to talk about that is how do I approach someone who I perceive has offended me? Yeah. Especially when I know I am sensitive and they probably didn't really offend me. Yeah. But but I'm offended, so I am offended, you know? How do how do I verbalize that to own my sensitivity and to let them know I don't want to hold things against them? Right, which I <laughs> yeah. But we'll we'll get into that a whole that's a whole other topic that that yeah. I'm not even sure I'm clear on at this moment. Yeah. I think that's more what your and my fridge is full of. <laughs> right. People that I just don't want to deal with anymore because they've hurt me enough. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You've hurt me enough, so now you yeah. go in the fridge. See yeah. you in three years. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God God doesn't yeah. do that to us, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you've offended me enough. You're done. You go sit with that for five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe so, you can meditate on that tomorrow while you clean up the fridge. That can be our next topic. There we go. So, if anyone wants to, anyone lives in the area or wants to to virtually release your sins tomorrow, I've got a sacrifice that I'm pulling out of that fridge. Um, and you can come and live the experience of letting go the rancidness of your life. Um, Yikes. So, if you would, if you would like to join me um, in a day of atonement, then join me. Um, I would love, I would love the physical, spiritual company, and that's your task for the week. <laughs> so much for listening to this episode of Big Fish Little Pod. We are having such a great time making this podcast and we're really appreciating all of the feedback and input that we get from you. Please comment on the podcast post on my dad's Facebook page or send us an email at bigfishlittlepod at gmail.com. Thanks. See you next time. <laughs>